One of the things the Lord has shared with me some time ago, he said, if this body is to fulfill its calling, if we are to do what he has called us to do, it's going to get messy. All of the things, it's not going to always be pretty. It's not always going to be packaged and there's not always going to be bows on it. But if we will pursue him with our whole hearts and if we will point them toward him, the lost will be found. Those that are captured and those that are bound up in darkness will be regained. God is so faithful. She cries because she knows this story. She cries because this testimony has been her testimony. What about your testimony? What has God set you free from? All of us didn't come in here clean and all together. We didn't come in here going, oh God, I have it all together. We came in just as messed up, just as broken. But we have a God who continues to woo us, who continues to draw us, who continues to come after us. That is the God that we have. What he put in my spirit for today, he said there are those that have been so hemmed in and shut down that just literally surrounded, I just see it in this room and the walls have closed in on you. And God has come today. I want to talk to you briefly about the blessings of liberation because some of us need to be liberated today. It isn't that you need to be saved. It's that you need to be set free. Because some of us, see last week we talked about the blessings of being holiness, blamelessness, and love. That's what you saw in the beginning of this dance. You saw in the beginning of this dance that she was in relationship with him. She was following his lead, rejoicing in the things that he's done. She knew she was loved. And so we've all been there. We've all been in that place, or I hope, I pray you've been in that place where you just feel him as close as a breath and you're rejoicing in the things that he has for you, walking with him. But see, it very rarely stops there. It very rarely stops there. Very rarely do we stop in that place where we just stay in relationship with him from here to eternity. Because see, what happened to her happens to us. We get distracted. We get distracted, we get allured, or we get led away. It might be by a relationship. It might be enticed by a drug. It might be enticed to just chase money or not. Or your whole life becomes about your job, having to earn a living, earn a living, earn a living, earn a living. And it becomes everything until you lose sight of that relationship with him. You lose sight of it. See, if, if we do what is we're called to do and and things get messy when, when we actually start to, to bring the lost in. Yeah. They're not supposed to look like us. They're not supposed to act like us. I shared in first service, you know, the Great Commission had nothing to do with keeping you saved. It had nothing to do with ministering really to the people in the pews. It had to do with those that we're supposed to be bringing in. And, and just because the person sitting next to you is smiling today, it doesn't mean that they're not going through one of those things. It doesn't mean that they're not sitting there doing some of the things that their heart is breaking as they do. It doesn't mean that there are people sitting in this congregation that aren't being abused at home. Don't fool yourself. Don't kid yourself. We're not that perfect. But see, the grace of God, that's the very first thing. This grace of God, that's the, the first spiritual blessing I want to talk to you about today. Because when we move out of that place of holiness, blamelessness, and love that he's given to us as our portion, our portion, he is our portion, 
when we move out of that and we begin to chase after these other things and are allured by those things, the thing that I love when I watch Micah up here and, and he's watching as this is happening, he's playing Jesus and, and he's watching all of these things happen and he just continues to extend himself, continues to just reach out like I'm here if you will just look to me, I am here. That's the kind of grace that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about unmerited favor grace. We have that, yes. But this is a specific kind of grace. It's a kind of grace that, uses, it's, that says it's, that he exerts his holy influence to draw and turn and bring you back. It's a specific kind of grace that he offers to us. And that's what's happening in this. That's why I asked him to do this. It so portrays the things that that God, I believe, wants to do in this house today. And so we see him continue to allure her, that grace to, to try and draw her. But then her response is what our response so often is. We go from one distraction. Distractions don't lead us toward him. Distractions turn us to the next distraction. You know, it just leads us further and further out into this thing until we don't really realize how we got there because what we remember is we used to be right here with him. And how many of you have ever said, go, God, how did this happen? God, how did I get there? Some of you are saying it today. God, how did I get here? This was not what you had planned for me, and you are right. It isn't what he had planned for you. But the further and further she goes, it, it, it brings into this thing, you just keep going and, and the distance becomes greater and becomes greater and you don't mean for it to. These things just get in your way. Makes me think about when I was a young child, I used to love to play in the woods near my house. I mean, that was my, it, you didn't have to worry about your kids so much back then, and, or at least I thought my mom cared. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, sure, go on. Um, but no, always, the very last thing she would say to me before I left, before I went out, I'd say, Mom, I'm going to go play over in the woods, and she'd go, don't get out past my voice. Don't get out past my voice. And see, I knew what that meant. I knew how far her voice would carry. I knew how far I could get out and still be able to find my way home. Yeah. And see, it isn't, we can't get out past his voice. Listen to me here. It isn't that his voice cannot reach you. It's that your ears cannot hear him for all of the stuff that's going on. And some of you have gotten out so far past his voice, your ability to hear his voice, that you're having a real hard time making it home. You're having a real hard time making it back. And see, that's where the second blessing comes in. The second blessing is that, God redeems that, that there's redemption in it, there's ransom in it. See, because what I see when these kids are doing this dance and she's fighting to get back to him, don't for one second think your addictions are just going to decide to let you go. Don't think for one minute that that bad relationship, that they're going to be the ones that come and go, oh, just go on and leave. Don't think for a minute that they are going to help you get to Jesus. They're going to try and stop you at every turn. And see, the battle is so hard, and I'm watching them fight, and I'm thinking, they're hurting my child. But, <laughs> but she's fighting and fighting to get there. And see, some of us are right there. We are fighting so hard to get back. We're just, I mean, we have fight. We are exhausted. Some of you are just done. Have you ever looked at God and God, I cannot do this anymore. I'm just done. Amen. 
And he goes, thank you, finally. Thank you, finally. But see, this ransom that he gives us, this redemption, this, um, that, that he draws, it's holiness, blamelessness, love, grace, redemption. And this kind of redemption is a ransom from a bound place. And then the beautiful part of it is as if you've never been held captive. As if you've never been held captive. See, people come out of those places with so many scars, so many wounds, so many old things, and all they can see is the writing on the old walls. And you're free, but you're still captive. You're free, you're not in the space anymore, but it has claimed your attention. It has claimed your life. And she just keeps fighting when there's ransom. But see, the ransom was not made, or he, he didn't step in. I don't know if you caught it. I don't know if you caught it at all because of the, the chaos. But Jesus didn't step into this until she surrendered and she cried out. All you might have heard was a, ah! And see, sometimes that's all we got. Sometimes we cannot explain. We don't even know what to ask him to help us with. We have no clue. All we've got in us is an, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And he steps into that place with her. Oh, that just does something to me. Because how many times has he done that in my life? How many times have I been fighting something and have him, you feel it when he steps into the battle. Oh, you just feel it when he steps into the battle. Did you know that the word tells us the battle is the Lord's? The battle is the Lord's. What are you doing with your boxing gloves on? The battle is the Lord's. He is your defender. He is your defender and he's not asleep. He's not asleep. He does not slumber. He knows exactly what's going on. But see, the beauty, even beyond all of that to me, I love that he continues to draw us. How many parents have seen your children in, in places that, that just broke your heart, but you knew that you couldn't step into it until they invited you into it? You knew that you couldn't, but not once did you give up. Not once did you go, oh, that is not my child. Oh, you got to be kidding me. No, your heart longs for them. Your heart breaks for them. You continue to draw. You continue to keep your arms open. And that's what his grace does. And when you see them bound up and, and, and all you want is for them to be free, your heart is just right there with them. It's just right there with them. But the wonderful thing about it is and I just I love the way that this plays out because the third blessing after the grace and the ransom, the redemption, the third blessing is this kind of forgiveness. This kind of forgiveness that takes you through all the way to the other side. Just, just, I love the picture is that according to the word, he casts it as far as the east is from the west. Those things, it's as if you never committed the sins. Don't you wish you could just wash them away? Yeah. He can. He can. And see, this is what was in my spirit today. So many people get to this place where he comes and he forgives you. He comes and you, for, he, you cry out. He comes and he forgives you. And you know that you're forgiven. But you know what the most important part of that dance is for me? Is that she gets up and she continues the dance. She doesn't just stay there going, I'm forgiven, and so I'll just stay here in the back. 
because everybody saw my sin. Everybody saw what I did. She doesn't just stay there going, yes, God, I received my forgiveness, but I know I can't dance anymore. And see, some of you are there. Some of you, your slate's clean. God has washed it away. He has forgiven you. It's done. But you have yet to step back into the dance. You have yet. I love that they pick up where they left off. I love that. See, some of us, God forgives us, but we continue to hide ourselves. We go and we sit in the back row and we pretend that God did not call us to do what we knew he called us to do in the beginning. We've yet to step back into the dance. Some of you are teachers and you know it. Some of you are supposed to be down here with the dance team and you know it. Some of you are encouragers and you know it. But the enemy tells you, oh, you can't do that anymore. You know, you did this or you went through this or you went through a divorce or you went through this. And the enemy is eating your lunch. And God is just extending his hand and going, will you dance? Will you dance? See, his gift and his call are irrevocable. That's what the word of God tells us. He has not changed his mind about you. If he called you holy and blameless and loved in the beginning, you are holy, blameless, and you are loved. His grace has covered you. He has redeemed you. He has ransomed you. It is as if you have never been bound. And he has forgiven you. See, if you're going to get free, get all the way free. If you're going <laughs> to... It's not a lot of fun if you can only move your right side. If you're going to go through forgiveness, go all the way through it. Don't just live in the forgiveness. Move past it and carry it with you while you're doing the work of God in the kingdom to do that. See, the enemy wants you to, it's okay, you're saved and you're forgiven, but just don't let anybody see you. Stay in the back. I was ministering to a, a person back a while ago and and uh, she had fallen so hard, and she was so devastated by everything that happened. She had, was just broken. And her words were, don't look at me. Don't look at me. If I, I'm going to tell you, but you can't look at me while I tell you this. Just don't look at me. And all I could hear in my spirit was God going, lift her head. Yeah. Lift her head. Because, see, he is our glory, and he's the lifter of our heads. We're not supposed to walk around looking down. And I just reached out, and I put my hand under her chin. And I said, for the Father himself loves you dearly. Nothing's changed, baby. Nothing's changed. The same Father that loved you before, he loves you now. And, see, some of us, we get content going just to a certain point. A young lady, actually one of the young ladies that was up here dancing today, she went to a youth retreat last year and she came to my office when they got back in town and she's like, oh, Miss Barbie, she said, I've gone to these things so many times. And she said, and I feel like I go and, and I get my clothes washed clean and, and I come back and my clothes are clean. And she said, but this time I got new clothes. Yeah, I This time I got new clothes. She went all the way through. She went all the way through. <laughs> I want you to go all the way through. Because the Father himself loves you dearly. The Father himself, he doesn't tolerate you. You are loved. You are approved of. His grace is on your life. Everything that you need to be completely free, 
He's already provided. The Father's already provided. I'm going to need some music and a cot. <laughs> Can I get some prayer warriors up here? Guys, it doesn't, I don't have a big long sermon. I think the Holy Spirit, I think Pastor Ronnie said it perfectly. The Spirit of the Lord is in this house. The Spirit of the Lord is in this house and He has appointed this day for your liberation. He has appointed this day for you to step out back into your calling. Thank you, darling. To step back into everything that He has called you to do. I can't do more than his Holy Spirit does. So can you stand with me? Ah, Jesus. Jesus. There are some very specific things I believe the Lord wants to do in these altars today. Because I do believe that there are people in all three stages of this. I think there are some that you have received your forgiveness, but you have yet to step into your purpose. You've yet to step back into your calling. Um, and the anointing today is for you to come all the way through that place. The other is that some of you are still bound in the mess. Some of you still have some of the junk going on, and you are the one that has been fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting to get back to Jesus. Today is your day of surrender. And if you will call out to him, he will step into the battle for you. And the other, and I think this is probably the predominant thing, you're just so distracted. So distracted. You, you used to walk in this love relationship with him. You used to hear his voice so close and so clear. And you've gone, God, I remember these, those days when you and I were so close. Let today be a day that you look back on and go, I remember God that day when you met with me so distracted not yet in your calling fighting devils you're not supposed to have to fight come and let us pray with you the rest of us we are going to worship him just something uplifting that we just want to exalt him during this time bless you father bless you lord jesus
there's no higher calling. There is no higher calling. sound different from everybody, but if our pastor says the presence of the Lord is going to be strong in this place, I just want to welcome him. We bless you, Father. We thank you, Lord. There is none, there is none like you, oh God. You are holy, 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 oh God. Righteous in all your that you're going to complete the good work that you've begun. We thank you, Lord, for your freedom in this house, for your presence in this place, God. We bless you, Lord, for a completed work today, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Bind up the brokenhearted today, God. Set the captives free today, God, by your spirit, by your grace, by your grace. Just extend your hand toward these altars. If you would, and just pray for the work that's taking place. Or come and be a part of it, either one. Jesus, you are holy.
know what if there's one more <laughs> sounds so like my mom's church but the thing I just I, you so want to come and to have somebody pray for you and I just want to give you one more opportunity because I want you to go all the way through I want you to go all the way through and if some of you God is absolutely going to do in you where you're sitting what you've asked him to do but some of you need him you need that step of faith in order to know that the work is completed. So, Claudia, come down and pray if we need somebody to pray. Let God finish what he started. Jesus, Jesus, we wait upon you.
offer you a blessing and I want to respect the work of the Holy Spirit in the altars. You got about five minutes to just throw down before him if you want to. Then you got to go get your kids. But for those five minutes, it could be the most amazing five minutes of your life. He spoke one word and a world was created. Think what he can do with you in five minutes. Let the breath of God, the Ruach, breath of the ancient of ancients, breathe over these, Father, the blessings of holiness, blamelessness, love, grace, redemption, and forgiveness, Father God. May they come through all the way through, God, and may they begin the dance again. Father, may they fulfill their callings. Father, may they do all that you've designed them to do, Father. May they stand before you and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Yeah.